Violent crime, such as armed robbery and murder, is common. Gang activity, such as extortion, violent street crime, and narcotics trafficking is very widespread. Local police may lack the resources to respond effectively to serious criminal incidences. Well, this is what the Guatemala Travel Advisory says. Reconsider travel to Guatemala due to COVID-19 and crime. It's a good thing I'm heading to Guatemala today. So I still am alive, and I've been here about five hours in Guatemala City, and it's completely different, like a lot of places I go, that we think we know what a place looks like. And I'm going to pan around and show you what at least one part of Guatemala City looks like, even though I know there are bad parts. I flew over them coming in. I just want to pan through and kind of show you what a zone in Guatemala City looks like with all the hustle and bustle, big buildings, nice hotels, fast food, grocery stores. Um, you know, so far, so good. So they at least have a area in the city that is pretty comparable to what you see in the States and in some cases maybe, maybe even better. So uh, tomorrow heading to Antigua, Guatemala. So I uh, made it safe. Uh, actually, my friend Tyler Clark and I made it safe back from Guatemala City. Blown away. Blown away. That's all I can say. Three hours from Atlanta, nonstop. Um, four days of activities. Felt very safe. Uh, it's a lot different than what I thought. And instead of taking you through day by day on my talk, I interviewed Tyler. Uh, him and I will take you through what we did and our perceptions and uh, really highlight this incredible trip. It really is something and so close that you need to consider going. Um, Landon, I remember looking down and seeing some really desolate poor areas that are built into these hillsides and cliffs and then uh, they disappear as you're landing and then you hit the runway and you just immediately see a big city and six point something million people and the zones are laid out really neat we were in zone 10 most of the zones are safe to walk around there's a few that aren't so we'll talk about that and um, kind of give you the layout of what Guatemala City looks like, feels like, and what we did. Uh, pretty incredible trip overall. It really was. Okay, scale of 1 to 10. Oh gosh, this trip was easily an 8 or 9 for me. What would have made it a 10? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's not much more you could add to it. I mean, the the scenery was awesome. The the people, the food, the accommodations, everything about this trip exceeded my expectations and then some. I'm surprised you said a eight or a nine. I gave it a ten. Yeah, well, definitely a nine. Probably uh, would definitely go back. In fact, I've already spoken to a couple of people and said, "Hey, if you got any interest in going." 
to Guatemala. I just got back, and I would love to take somebody down here and show them show this cool town. What was uh, your most memorable thing? Oh, hands down, climbing the volcano, the volcano tour. Just uh, as a geologist, it's not very often that you get to see something like that. In fact, most geologists have never climbed an active volcano or seen one erupt. And we got both on the same day. Well, I mean, compared to the Nicaragua experience, what beat, what was better, Nicaragua or Guatemala? For me, I think probably the Guatemala experience. Nicaragua was uh, a little too touristy for me. Yes, we got to see a lava lake, which was really cool. But the Guatemala experience was a, a more natural setting, not a lot of tourists there. You had to hike and horseback up the volcano, so that made it feel like you were actually out away from everybody else doing doing something cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a geologist but i got to see nicaragua the lava lake and spend the entire day you know taking a horse up walking on the lava lake going to the lava store cooking marshmallows uh probably one of the best experiences out of all my travel was the day in guatemala that we got to go to pacayo is that the name pacaya 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 volcano yeah yeah cooking the marshmallows i definitely won't ever forget that cooking marshmallows over an open vent yeah um, you put your hand in one of the videos i did i put my hand in there because i saw the guy do it yeah and, and i thought oh this would be good so i did a little video yeah for my own purposes of me sticking my hand down in there i mean the, the soil that i pulled out of there was was hot it was hot enough that i needed to throw it out of my hands but you know wasn't hazardous or anything yeah i beat my expectations that day i didn't expect horseback riding and as long as we got to spend on that volcano definitely if you go to guatemala that's really the first thing you got to do is take that tour i think yeah certainly um that that was a highlight uh, our our walking tour of antigua was also yeah was was exceeded expectations i didn't know what to expect there um i was expecting something a little more touristy and it was it felt very well, there were a few tourists, but because of COVID, no one's going to Guatemala. So we had the whole town to ourselves. They're just the locals. And, yeah. And people from neighboring... El Salvador. Left, yeah, from neighboring Central America countries yeah. were there. The thing that uh, I loved about Antigua was where we got to eat. And I made some mention, I wouldn't it be great to eat at the top of the building and have a view of the volcano? Yes. And we didn't ask anybody. It and just the, ne happened. the next thing we know, the waiter leads us up those four flight of stairs. That teeny tiny staircase that went all the way up to the top. I'm like, and where there are we was, going? there was a table for us right in front of a volcano. With beautiful views of the city yeah, and, um, and the food, the traditional food cooked on that, in those clay pots on that, that big uh, stove. Yeah. Uh, you got to pick and choose everything. Very healthy, very clean. Yeah, it was an uh, incredible day, especially going to Antigua. That coffee tour, that was a side, unexpected and unpaid tour that he added. Yeah, it was just kind of stuck in there. And, um, of course, Guatemala's famous for its wonderful coffee. And Well, I mean, he said Antigua coffee is better than Colombia. I've tried the Antigua coffee. It's really good, but I'm not sure that beats coffee from Colombia. I bought a, uh, a pound of it and brought it back, and I've already gone through it. Oh, have you? Yeah, it's gone. So, so scale of 1 to 10. It's good, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's very good. So, um, Did you use the soap? No. 
No, actually, I got some coffee soap, and I, I gave those away as okay. souvenir gifts, as thank you gifts for people that helped help me uh, be able to go on that trip. So, yeah. Um, but uh, seeing the coffee process, I mean, it's something we take for granted. You know, yeah. we've got a Starbucks on every corner here, and you don't actually see the process and understand where that coffee comes from. Yeah. There, you get to see the roasting process, and you, you get to sample some of the coffee, and better appreciation of all the hard work that goes on behind the scenes to give us some of the modern conveniences that uh, that we get to experience here in the United States. I didn't expect to buy Guatemala soap or coffee soap. <laughs> it said Guatemala on the package, but soap, and it actually does a good job. It smells like coffee, yeah. and it's, yeah, it's just a soap. It's got coffee in it. So, so the hotel we had was centrally located in Zone 10. It was a Holiday Inn, uh, the nicest Holiday Inn I've ever been in. And you happened to get a corner balcony view of the volcano. And I remember the most memorable thing for me on that trip was you banging on the door in the morning, screaming as I opened it, the volcano is erupting. <laughs> Yes, I, w I felt very fortunate when I booked my hotel. They had a an upgrade to a volcano view, and it turned out to be just what you said, a corner room in the hotel that had a triangular-shaped balcony. And uh, we got in the day before in the, the afternoon, and it was very rainy and overcast because it was the start of the rainy season, so you couldn't see anything. And I was like, some volcano view, all I see is a bunch of clouds. Right. Woke up the next morning, fixed myself a, um, a cup of coffee there in the hotel room, and went out on my balcony to kind of overlook and see what I could see, and just turned and looked over and said, holy smokes, <laughs> that volcano's erupting over there. <laughs> I took a couple of quick pictures, and I put on my shoes, and I ran down to your room and banged on the door, and I'm like, look out your window, look out your window, the look on your face. <laughs> well, I didn't believe you. Right, and then you like... We, in your stunned disbelief, ran over to the window and I I said, the volcano is exploding. <laughs> so, how many pictures did we get of the Fuego volcano? It erupts, they said, 40 times a day. I have more photos of that volcano erupting than any geologist should ever have of a volcano. So, we did um, our typical explore walk that first afternoon. We ended having lunch at that steakhouse right next door, oh, yeah, that was which good. was really good. Very good. Uh, it was raining a little bit, and then we walked down to um, where the McDonald's was that we could see from the thing, just to see the McDonald's. And we ended up finding a grocery store, uh, got in a rainstorm, came back to the hotel, and then went out for dinner. And within about a five, six-minute walk, we end up at this unbelievable like bar restaurant nightclub where the owner was uh to me he looked like he was uh a street banker yeah he looked like a like a bum on the street i thought he was a panhandler yeah. at first that place was called the lobby and lobby he ended up being what the owner or something like that yeah he asked what we're there what what are we doing and i said well we tried to ignore him next thing i know he leads us in gets us a table uh, under a nice umbrella and starts talking to us about why we're there. Tells us he lived in North Carolina uh, up towards Greensboro and came back and does this business in Guatemala City. And then he suggested what we order. And I'm telling you, the meal was unbelievable. And what was more incredible about that meal, other than the 
how beautiful the tacos were, the bright mm-hmm. yellow and green and red tacos, was the price. The price, they're like $2 a taco. No, they were $0.30 cents a taco. Really? Yeah, they were that cheap. The whole meal for both of us with two orders of tacos, the enchilada, everything else. And there's giant beers. Well, I don't know. I don't drink beer on these trips. But, of course not. Um, for the beers that maybe you had, it was a really, really cheap meal. And I couldn't believe it. So um, what else did we do on that tour? I know. So we took day trips the first two days or day two, day three. And the last day, I think, was just perfect. You brought out your map. The weather was nice. The weather was nice. We decided to go to the main square in Guatemala City in Zone 1. It was a four-mile, I think we did six-miles round-trip hike that day. Okay. But we had a a walk. Well, we could have taken a cab. We could have, but you you don't get the same experience riding in the car. And we walked from Zone 10 through Zone 4 to get to Zone 1. And I think Zone 1 was a little bit more dangerous than probably we, um, we were comfortable with. Well, I think the Zone 7 that we cut through well, looked a little sketchy, but it was Sunday morning, so that probably made a big difference. Yeah, but there was a lot of razor barbed wire. There were a lot of graffiti. And on that street, as we were getting into Main Square, we did not realize that we were parallel to the shopping street that is real famous in Guatemala City. If we were on that, we wouldn't have seen what we saw. And I just felt a little like we shouldn't have been there. Kind of like Panama. I I got the feeling we were being watched, that we were out. Well, we were being watched. Yeah, we we were out of place, and it was obvious that we were out of place. And uh, I wish I could show everybody pictures, but they say don't bring your iPhone out in those zones because... One iPhone could be two months' salary of somebody there. Right. And it's all about anywhere you travel in the world, spatial awareness, just being aware of your surroundings. And you know, don't pull your phone out if you're uncomfortable about somebody possibly taking yeah. it or getting robbed or mugged. But, I mean, we walked through it and... No problems. Didn't feel... I no. never felt threatened. I just felt alert. I felt being watched and for about five minutes out of the... I would say we... We were in that area for a good 15, 20 minutes. I would say for about five minutes, I was speeding up to get out of there. But that was me. Um, But we made it to the main square. We walked around a couple times. Something was happening at the government building. There were a hundred policemen. They were getting ready for a protest. Protest. That's right. You saw them. You, they cut you off on the walk back. Yeah, there was a whole whole line of cars honking their horns and... Pro, I think it was a protest against the government or the president, and there were people honking their horns all afternoon. Helicopters were flying yeah. around. Uh, but uh, it was interesting to see that that was the only day we saw really a large number of guns out in public. Yeah. There were SWAT team members with automatic yeah. weapons. and But at the same time, there's military people out there with machine guns and people buying ice cream across the street. Yeah. I mean, that street, what, do you remember the name of the street that went from Main Square almost back to Zone 9? I think that was 7th Avenue. Yeah. That's a place you got to go to. There are restaurants, ice cream shops, I would say. Shoe stores. Probably 10 McDonald's because in Guatemala. They're everywhere. They're literally, when I say every corner, 
I see every corner. I mean, where we were, there were three McDonald's on a street. Hamburgueses. Uh, it was unbelievable. And what? How many times have we stopped there? Uh, more times than I care to admit. <laughs> well, breakfast doesn't count. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. You get your coffee, and even though the first morning was a fiasco on trying to decide just getting a coffee, that and, was a little confusing. Yeah, that was confusing. The nice thing about all those McDonald's is they all had free Wi-Fi. Yeah. So yeah. if you needed a midday Wi-Fi hit, you could go into a local McDonald's and no problem. Um, so other than the McDonald's and the walk and experiencing the culture, the food was great. Uh, 99% of the time I felt safe. A little reluctant, I guess, as a tourist flying into Guatemala um, and getting a taxi from the airport. There are some warnings online that you should be very careful of taxis and they recommend that you have your hotel book one. I called the hotel from Atlanta and they said they didn't offer a shuttle. And she said, don't be afraid, just get in a taxi, look for yellow cab or whatever. And then we got to the airport and I was a little bit concerned about jumping into a taxi. So you had spotted information. We asked the guy and he pointed at a guy and said, they just want to go to the Holiday Inn. He's like, come on in. Yeah, he took care of us. Uh, very friendly. I mean, yeah, a little information booth at the hotel. and Oh, they were great. It, it worked out great. The only thing that probably was a negative for that whole trip was the number of panhandlers and people selling fabric and jewelry, and they were they were they seemed to be everywhere. Well, they were camped out at our hotel, basically. Well, they knew that the tourists were there, yeah. and they were easy marks. And yeah. so they'd wait for us to... To come out and try to sell you little trinkets and things like that. But there was a large number of, of well, that, people begging on the street sure. corners. Of course, that's happening right here in the United States right now. So. And that's the beauty of being able to speak German. <laughs> you can pretend you don't speak English. That's right. And they pretty much leave you alone. Although you could get caught by a guy that you were speaking German to a couple days ago. And then he sees you come out talking English. Yeah. And speaking English and calls you out on Busted. it. Yeah, well, that I tried to get out of that one but that was hard so um and we had to get our covid shots to come back in and that was a little difficult to get set up and i can tell you without the help of the holiday Inn staff you and i probably would still be back there yeah they were they were amazing Any, anything that we needed when we asked at the front desk it was like having our own private concierge service they yeah. say yeah we can call and make you an appointment because they knew we didn't speak spanish yeah so but very, very big plug for Holiday Inn, Guatemala City. Now, the airport is not far. Matter of fact, from, from your balcony, it basically looked like it was a five-minute walk. You so, could almost spit to it. Yeah, yeah, but it did seem a little furthered on that taxi cab drive when we headed back that morning. I was surprised how far that came was. came in the back way. I yeah. Think. We cut through some neighborhoods. And, um, but but it was, it, there wasn't a meter. None of the taxis are metered, so it's just a... a a set rate you have to negotiate that rate before you before you leave you know how much do they well that's it? true you don't want to get in a taxi that has a meter yeah. because it could be um sped up you have to you have to come to an agreement before you get in a taxi yeah. how, much, how is, much is it to the airport yeah ten dollars it was it was ten dollars u.s but our taxi cab drivers our day tour guides our hotel staff you can tell that these people love americans love tourists and they're going to make your trip well worth it. And at the cost, it's you just can't beat it. I mean, it's three hours nonstop from Atlanta. 
and you're in a, I call it another world. It is another world. It is another world. So um, I didn't realize Guatemala City had 6 million people, I'll tell you that. It was a big town. No big downtown skyscrapers, but... A know. lot of tall hotels and stuff. Yeah, down we, were to, we were staying in the, an area that was probably more the financial district. Yeah. Uh, um, was was really nice. Now, on the way to the volcano, uh, you spotted it, but I told you about it on a documentary, The Dump. Oh, the landfill, yeah. yeah. Um, vultures lot, everywhere. Well, vultures and people climbing around on the dump, yeah. so... A lot of kids have died with collapse they showed on the documentary. So this is a massive landfill that has razor wire at the top of the walls, but people still get in there. There's people that live in there probably. Well, yeah, yeah, that was on the documentary as well. So might be one place that you don't want to take pictures. There are areas around Guatemala City, I saw them flying in that, I mean, desolate and poor. Um, but the Guatemala one of the best trips I've done for the cost and for how close everything is, you got to go if you have the chance. I think we did our homework too, and that made it an excellent. Um, we, we did enough, yeah. But we could have done a little bit more in terms of what was outside of Guatemala City and maybe, what well, I don't know. We, would had, you, we had a full schedule. We did. There was no downtime except for afternoon naps on this trip. Would you have felt comfortable renting a car there? No. Yeah. I would not have felt I mean, they had a lot. It was a lot of traffic. There was a lot of traffic and, yeah, just it seemed to be that everybody was just going wherever they wanted to. Motorcycles zipping all around. Well, and it's not like India or Vietnam, or but Egypt, it's certain. No, yeah. but yeah, it was it was still a little hair-raising just being a passenger. Yeah. But, you know, it, it was definitely worth it getting taxis, and I wouldn't see myself wanting to go back and rent a car. And um, I would uh, I would also add that Guatemala is, um, I forgot what I was going to add. It came to my mind. I just completely blanked. There was so much to talk about with this trip. Really, the food was great. The, the hospitality—you can tell that they're wanting to become a tourism-based economy. They should, and yeah, they've got a lot going for it. I, I see a country that has the potential to be on the up and up and get even better in the future. They just got to advertise better, and they got to get um, more tourists to come back like us and talk about it. And um, you know, already my mom has said she wants to go to Guatemala from just the pictures. So I think that I'll be back. Take them to Antigua. Yeah, a lot of times when I think about where I'm going to go next, it's somewhere new that I haven't been. But yeah. Guatemala definitely ranks up in there as one of those places that I would be willing to go back again and share it with another group of people and say, this is a cool place. You really need to get down here and, and see this country. Definitely a place to take students? Absolutely. This would be a wonderful place to have a, a student experience. Yeah. I wasn't sure until I saw it. I saw, I mean... As much research as we do, as much upfront knowledge as we have about travel, we still were surprised. Well, that's the beauty. Of right, you got to be there. Travel is, is you got to be there. Just about everywhere we've been in the world, we're surprised. We're surprised by something, and that's what makes exciting. That's what makes traveling exciting is that you, when you least expect it, your expectations are blown away. Yeah. So. A trip worth it? Yes or no? Absolutely. Hands Scale down, of one yes. to ten? Uh, you know, I might bump it up to in into my list of my very small list of top tens. Okay. There's only about five of those in the world. Yeah. Guatemala could definitely be a number ten for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, um, that is good talking to you. Good catching up. Seems like we just got back. It's been a week or two, um, but I'm uh, I'm excited for the next place. But it'll be tough to beat the location, how close this place is, and the cost, and that just that hotel. Oh yeah, I'm 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 ready to go somewhere else. Where are we going next? I don't know. There's a lot of places. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right. Thanks. Been here 11 years. Uh, it's moved quite a few times. So welcome to our current location. Who knows how long it'll be here, but it's going to be here as long as uh, you know we can be here. <laughs> now, were you working uh, four months ago when the uh, uh, no. came? <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, due to the heavy activity, we weren't allowed to be here on the premises for how long? Uh, we weren't here for a period of 15 months. Oh, uh, wow. because it's been nonstop. Yeah. Uh, just currently, four months ago, okay. it stopped the activity. Okay. But now it's uh, it seems like there's signs that there's going to be more activity because on Wednesday, last Wednesday, yeah. uh, August fourth, yeah, uh, three columns of uh, of ash came out of the crater. Okay, comforting. So, yeah. As we're walking around uh-huh. here, that's comforting. Yeah. <laughs> um, comforting that you just survived the crater there as well. That yeah, walking on. Was, uh, uh, Came in 2014, filled yeah. it up completely. Yeah. It was about 70, uh, 100 meters deep. Oh my gosh. There was huge trees in there yeah. and completely came and covered it. This is 2014. Imagine there are some hot spots still there from that, that uh, year, 2014. We're talking like seven years later. Oh my and gosh. there's still heat being generated. Yeah, I from... put my hand in one of the holes. Yeah. It was hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think a lot of Americans need to know about this place, and so Please it's called the visit. Lava Store. It's called the Lava Store, Guatemala. We appreciate the visitors to come visit us, and uh, and we have something very unique here. Yes, you do. And the artisans that really put this together are the ones that have, have to be admired because they're the ones with the, uh, the vision and the, the talent. Thank you so much for allowing me the space. Thank you. So that was one of the owners, co-owners of the Lava Store. And it's this shack that sits in the middle of this massive lava lake uh, at the very bottom of Pikea Volcano. And I did not know when I signed up for the tour that two days prior, it is starting to wake up again. There was a lot of steam on the ground and from the crater. But uh, he said that it blew uh, a lot of ash uh, three days ago. Um, and they're thinking about having to close again. So that was kind of comforting. Um, but what you need to do if you go to Guatemala is sign up for the Paikea Volcano Tour. You'll take a horse or you can walk uh, to the top and then you get to where the lava lake fields are. And about a 10 or 15 minute walk uh, on the side of the lava lake, you're going to see a little tin shed. And that's where these two guys own what's called the Lava Store. And they have uh, a lot of different Guatemala gifts tied to the volcano. And it's just a really, really unique space or um, opportunity to see something that you probably wouldn't see anywhere else. Okay, so I'm with Minor David. And David is uh, our tour guide for this incredible volcano experience. It's a half-day tour to the, pronounce the name, Pacayo. Pacaya Volcano in Guatemala. And yes, it's active. Um, it's there is very active. 
very active. Matter of fact, uh, four months ago, there was a big lava flow right behind us. So um, we're hiking an active volcano, and there's a lot of tourists. Um, I wanted to ask you, why should Americans come to Guatemala? Yeah, it's great uh, people from Guatemala and visit America. Thank you. And you Baha'i, you can see black behind me. It's a lava fresh from 75 days ago. I mean, you follow me on YouTube. It's uh, much videos and hear different peoples and volcano. And you can see the different videos, the lava flow red. And you name the YouTube, his name Descubriendo Guatemala con Minor. And name in YouTube and, and okay, on YouTube. And you have a lot of followers? Yeah, you can follow me, please. Good. It's great. And over there, they're cooking pizza and marshmallows. Oh, yes. It's a little down. It's a very hot and not very, very hot. It's a maybe small hot yeah. and very filly heat. And you want a nice roast in the marshmallows and very good for different, my friend David, and cooking pizza. Cooking pizza. It's very cool. 15 minutes for the cooking pizza and one minute for cooking marshmallows. Yeah. It's very cool. And you different people, it's no, no heat for the no see the heat. And you want a different people, you want in, in the water and inside the hole, you want to suck it up steam. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You wanna, so if you come to Guatemala, which you need to, you need to uh, go on this tour and come hike the volcano, you have an option to take a horse. I yeah, did. Yeah, here the options uh, for different uh, and, peoples, the different experiences. And you were saying Americans that come Yeah, the normally horses. American, you can, I mean, you want to walk peoples or you want to ride horses. Oh, you want to walk, oh, you want to different people, you want to walk. Up and down horse for the problem, the ankles and the knees. Yeah. Normally, ladies and children, and you want to aventure in, in the horse, you want to run cheap horse. Oh, only one way horse and down walk. Okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. I took the yeah. horse up and I'm going to walk down. Yes. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so much for visiting Guatemala, guys. Take care. So I, uh, I took the uh, tour. Uh, day trip to Paikea Volcano, and I took the horse up. I think it was an hour. Um, it was uh, 150 Guatemalan currency, so probably about 20 bucks to ride uh, Tornado, Black Horse, all the way up and to the lava lake, not to the top of the volcano. And I did walk down, walk back, and it wasn't easy. It was kind of slippery. Uh, and it took about an hour and 20 minutes to get all the way down to the van. But when you get up there, there's the massive lava lake. There's that lava store. Uh, people are cooking pizza and marshmallows on some of the vents from this lava flow that happened 75 days ago. And from the view over the valley where the lava lake went down the side of the mountain, you get an idea of how high you are because you can actually see the Pacific Ocean. And we were pretty far away from the Pacific Ocean, but you could see the end of the land and the beginning of the Pacific Ocean. So also, if you look uh, way out in the distance, you see a beautiful view of Fuego Volcano, which explodes, they said, about 35 to 40 times a day. And that was the view that we had from the hotel uh, every morning, afternoon of the ash clouds going off of Fuego, which was that disastrous 
explosion back in 2018 that killed all those people. So um, you take a horse to the top, you have an option to walk down, you have an option to walk up, but I don't think I could have made it. It was pretty steep. I actually felt bad for a tornado for having to carry me, carry me all the way up. A bunch of tourists ahead of me and behind me that were walking, but there were also a bunch on the horses. So uh, Pikea Volcano Tour, you can find these on by Googling best day trips in Guatemala City, and this one will take you five, six hours. They pick you up at the hotel, they do the tour, and then bring you back. And it includes lunch. Uh, you got to tip the uh, day trip guide. Um, he was great. Uh, English is always very well. Um, you know, you can understand them, and it's well worth the trip. So, Pikea Volcano Tour, half day trip. Cost you 25 bucks. Well worth it. You see a lot. I have to say I'm getting a little tired of the news and the internet showing places like Guatemala as places that you should stay away from, places that you're going to get killed, places that you're going to get robbed, places that you're going to get kidnapped. Um, are there those places in Guatemala? Sure. Are there those places in the United States? Absolutely. So uh, Guatemala, again, and I know people who listen to this get tired of me saying it, is a place you need to see. Um, three hours from Atlanta. Three. From Raleigh, three hours. I think you're in Denver. Or almost to Denver. That's how close we're looking at. Three hours nonstop from Atlanta. And you are in a tropical Central American culture, different world, beautiful, tons to do, tons to see, great people, great food, and best of all, a lot cheaper than traveling in the United States. Most of Guatemala City that I saw was safe. There were some bad areas. I walked through one of them. Can't be afraid to go to these places. Do your research, save a bunch of money, plan it out, stay in a zone that's safe, do your research, and you'll have a blast. You've been listening to Let's Talk Wake Tech Travel. I'll put out another episode, hopefully, in another couple weeks. Take care. <music>